Hello, hello. Hey, there he is. The commission signed on. We're just waiting on Dylan? Yep, just waiting on him. Um, it's actually recording right now, so we can just kind of explain to everyone what's going on. Um, so this is the draft grade episode of the pod. It's going to be episode four. Waiting on Nick right now, his last kid's down. Uh, gin and tonic. Or Dylan right now, sorry. Dylan's uh, working on his last gin and tonic right now. So, um, yeah, so you did all the grades or most of the grades? I did everyone but me. I uh, felt that was <laughs> the most fair thing I've done as commissioner. <laughs> I know I know Gary wants to know why you gave in and changed the draft date. I'm <sighs> well, honestly, I, I told Ross had reached out to me and uh, he had asked, you know, if we can get the votes, would you change? And me being a man of the people, <laughs> whatever they want, and they got the votes. So uh, June 1st, we flipped the switch and started the draft. I would have I would have ruled this league with an iron fist. That would have been <laughs> Stalin like in my in my uh convictions to keep the draft to the original date. Um, well, yeah, you had another interest too in why. Yeah. So <laughs> So now the question is, are you moving the auction dates? Absolutely not. <laughs> so those are gonna stay. Oh yeah. Uh that is gonna be the Kelvin Benjamin clause when it comes to the <laughs> auction draft as late as possible every year. Yeah. So that's probably what end of August. Yeah. Yeah. I think end we're shooting for the last Saturday in August currently. Perfect. And that's free agency undrafted guys. That's everything going on right then. Correct. Right? Correct. And, uh, right, this sweet. year we will have, I think it's one four year contract, one three year contract two two years and then the rest will all be single year contracts that you can offer guys all right like i was breaking down the cap space before so gary has the most uh 66.7 million um johnny's convinced that he's going to spend at least half of that trying to get Gronk. he's going to commit five million to antonio brown um <laughs> so you can put gary down a bit. johnny does that the second uh 42.3 uh you have the third most cap space almost 40 million uh chris has 39 million which is good because chris's quarterback right now is there's uh, Dylan joining. Uh, yeah, I think Dylan's Chris's quarterback right now is uh, Cam Newton, so he's got to spend some money to get someone to throw the ball. <laughs> Aaron is the fifth most. Mark, Troy, uh, Joe, myself, Derek has tenth most. Dylan is the eleventh most, and finally Roscoe has just seven and a half million dollars to spend. Wow! Uh, for all the shit talking that our Australian friend does. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know about his team. Well, it, you know, he got rid of the best player in fantasy football and now has the least money. So I don't know what he was trying to accomplish, but. <laughs> yeah, I've been looking at his teams. Carson Wentz, Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt, uh, Chris Godwin, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Darren Waller, Curtis Samuel, Robert Woods, Justin Jefferson. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be a long, long year for Roscoe, I feel. <laughs> all right so dylan's here yep all right sweet so let's start it off with the grades who got your lowest draft grade uh for me it is roscoe and <laughs> uh but i i did a little more digging into this and trying to have a perfect example of what roscoe is in this year and it is a perfect example of jerry jones <laughs> taking over the Dallas Cowboys in 1989, and his first act as owner is trade away Herschel Walker <laughs> for a buttload of picks and a prayer. Now he did land Emmett Smith in that draft, one of the, with one of those picks. I don't see an Emmett Smith coming out of these picks that Roscoe acquired. No, he got Justin Jefferson, and that's it. Yeah, uh, Anthony, Anthony McFarland, Darrington Evans, uh, No Benjamin. There's nothing – Jefferson's going to be his only guy. And he uh, has him in a starting lineup right now just because he has no one else to play wide receiver. Yeah, I have Darrington Evans actually being his best pick in the third round. <laughs> I gave that one an A. Uh, Deion Lewis leaving. He's going to take over that role and one injury away from taking over for the leading rusher in the league. Yeah, I think – I talked to Roscoe. Um, I, was, I was working some trade some trade uh, possibilities with Roscoe during the third round and uh, – he liked Evans. He's he's banking on a Derrick Henry injury. He's um <laughs> he's, putting, he's putting all his eggs in that basket, and he's gonna 
He has uh, what seven and a half million in cap space, no kicker, no defense. Um, Josh Gordon's taking up twelve and a half million on his bench. Um, not uh, not a good situation for Roscoe right now. Well, yeah, I, th- I felt he reached on a couple picks. Um, McFarlane. I, well, I think you know Benjamin. That could turn out too. Uh, if Kenyon Drake's twenty nineteen. When he got traded to Arizona and had a big end of the season, if that's a fluke, Benjamin could see some serious playing time there and what could be a high-powered offense. Yeah. Well, and, and he inherited a team with very little running back depth. I mean, he had What are you talking about? He had the league's sixth leading rusher. In <laughs> <laughs> a quarterback. Yeah, he just categorized in the wrong, wrong position. Uh, but, I mean, he's got – I mean, he had Leonard Fournette, so I think what he's trying to do here, and and, and I'm going to defend him because everybody's attacking him, is try, <laughs> try trying to just get some cheap running backs that have the have the ability to or a chance at an opportunity. Because I mean, you, every year you get a handful of guys that come out of nowhere and end up getting line share of carry and carries and scoring touchdowns. I mean, it's in a draft like this. I mean, with the roster like he has, whether inherited or acquired by his own volition, he's got to he had to take a shot at some of these running backs, even if it's a reach early on when he was grabbing them. Well, yeah, there's a handful. There's a handful of running backs in free agency, like Mark Ingram, um, you know, James White, Jordan Howard. But I think they're clearly out of his price range, especially with a guy like Gary Lurkin. Gary will well, outbid you just to piss you off. Well, getting rid of Jackson. I was looking at this earlier. There were 19 guys in the league last year that scored 300 to 400 points in the league. Zero guys that scored 400 and two guys that scored 500. And Lamar Jackson <laughs> was one of them. Yeah, I'll make, I'll make that Lamar Jackson trade any day of the week. Um, I was completely happy with that deal. Well, overall, I gave him a C plus. Yeah, I think, you know, if those late round picks turn out, you know, that's that'll be big. But I think Jefferson's a guy. Jefferson should get him some points this year, I think. Um, even though he does have Kirk Cousins back there. But yeah, other than that, I was I was pretty unimpressed, especially with some of the guys. He passed on some pretty decent players there in his uh second pick. Let's see. Yeah, because he took uh, Gibson with his second pick. That was Nick, that was originally your pick. But I mean, you know, Zach Moss, Chenault that Nick uh or that Dylan took. Um there's a handful of guys I think that would earn a lot more points than what uh, Roscoe's last few picks are going to earn this year. Agreed. So well, you look at uh, next. You look at, oh, sorry. At, nope. Oh, I was just going to say, you look at Gibson, he's got juice who's running on his fourth knee and Adrian Peterson. I mean, he doesn't have a whole lot of competition for carries. So who knows what that turns into? Yeah, that's a, that's a good point there. I think, um, what I was reading from Pro Football Focus is they don't know if he's going to be categorized as as a running back or as a receiver. Um, and if he kind of gets that mixed tag right there, that opens up a lot more possibilities. But like I said, with his uh, a couple different picks and a couple different uh, situations on Roscoe's roster, he needs a couple injuries to go his way. And then, you know, these guys are going to be thrust into starting roles. Yeah. All right, Nick, what's next for us on grades? Uh, second worst grade I gave out was to Troy. It wasn't a bad grade. <laughs> B minus being the, you know, the second lowest grade. Uh, Troy, I mean, he had the second overall pick, took Jonathan Taylor. That's He was the consensus number two. Uh, he, he didn't do bad there. I gave that an A. He could have taken a little bit of a reach and handcuffed himself having carry on Johnson, taking DeAndre Swift. Um, but I gave him an A on the Taylor pick. Now it's Hamler and Jefferson in the third round. I just wasn't as high on both those guys. You had players like Duvernay in Baltimore still available, went undrafted in UFR. I would have liked him more. Um, I gave both his last two picks C pluses. And who did he he finish the draft with? Yeah, uh, Hamler, Van, Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson, yeah, out of Florida. Yeah. Yeah, I think Van Jefferson's a guy that, from what I was reading, it sounds like um, – LA likes him in about two years. That's that's when that pick will pay off. But the rest of Troy's roster, I mean, he has Mahomes, Damian Williams, so one two punch of Kansas City. Carry on, carry on's gonna get hurt. Um, Emmanuel Sanders, Kenny Galladay, OJ Howard, David Montgomery, Jonathan Taylor, Akeel Harry. That's the starting lineup right now. Mm. Um so 
Uh, he does. Yeah. I mean, other than that, you know, as far as depth goes, Christian Kirk is on his bench. Um, Deshaun Jackson, you know, Ronald Jones, the third, so a little bit of depth there, but another guy that, uh, um, probably going to be active when it comes to free agency and things like that. But again, uh, just the 29 million in cap space for Troy. So he can make some moves. He's a guy that can make some moves. Dylan. My biggest problem with Troy's draft is he couldn't read. I think he's the only guy who drafted players off of Johnny's or Gary's roster and multiple picks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think that happened twice at least. But yeah, so I think so. Jonathan Taylor, the consensus number two. I thought he was going to go Swift. I really thought the Lions homer was going to win out on that one. Oh, me too. Especially, yeah. I mean, he's a couple a couple Lions on there. Galladay, Johnson. Um, I thought for sure he was going to add uh, one more in there. But Dylan, what else are you thinking about Troy's team this year? Um, I, I, Troy's got a lot of money invested into the quarterback position. I mean, that Mahomes contract is. I mean, Mahomes is a top two quarterback fantasy wise, but I'm not a big believer in investing a whole lot of money in that quarterback position. Forty million. That's what Mahomes is playing on this year for Troy. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, looking at his roster, that's what draws the eye, and and it's going to be hard, I think, to round out a roster when you got forty million invested in a quarterback. When the, I think the drop off between. Patrick Mahomes to the next fantasy quarterback, even a guy like Dak Prescott. Well, he he isn't tied with Josh Allen. Exact exact amount of same the exact same amount of points throughout the season. Well, yeah, that's what I'm getting at is forty million versus what was Allen's contract last year? I think he was a million million dollars. He'll he'll go for more this year in free agency. He was a rookie last or second year last year. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Right, but I mean he's not gonna. He's not going to sniff even twenty million, half of what Troy's paying Patrick Mahomes, and his numbers are going to be somewhat similar from a fantasy perspective when you look at rushing touchdowns and things. But I'm I'm with Dylan on this. I'm not. I don't overvalue a quarterback. Uh, you can you can find him. I, I mean, I went last year with the 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 geriatric contingency of. Drew Brees and Tom Brady all season on one-year deals for no more than ten million combined. So, you know, finish third in the league. I think, and he's, I think he's, de- he's going to definitely need a tight end. He, he has OJ Howard right now making nine and a half million. I don't think, you know, Gronk's going to eat up into most of those. And again, another guy that, um, without an injury, isn't going to give you a whole lot of points. So, tight end, he's going to have to spend a little money there. Again, kicker defense is going to be cheap, but. Yeah, as far as you know, as far as running backs go, carry on. I don't know if you can put him down for a full season, even. No, tight end is the hottest commodity in this league. I mean, the, the separation from a top tier tight end to an average and then just a you know, bottom tier is so large compared to the other positions. Yeah, and and he's going to lose another running back in Damian Williams, um, Gary's first pick, our number one overall pick, uh, Edward Solaire. There is going to probably take up most, if not all, of Williams' carry. So Troy's going to need, be needing a running back, tight end at least. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got Jonathan Taylor to fill one of those spots, but then he's going to have a flex spot open. So Troy's got a couple different holes to fill. Yeah. All right, next on our uh, grade list. Uh, I had Derek, our defending champion, coming in. Now, you're picking 12th in every round. Derek didn't make any moves throughout the season as far as draft picks. Didn't acquire any, didn't lose any. Uh, I gave him a B overall. The he, he went uh, wide receiver Michael Pittman, the first pick, big big physical receiver, probably going to be a favorite target of Philip Rivers. But uh, you, you still had Jalen Rieger available there at twelve that Johnny snatched snatched up in the second round. I liked him at that spot, and he was ranked much higher than Pittman on almost almost every draft board. Yeah, I like the I really like the Pittman pick, but yeah, I'm looking at his roster. He has Darnold right now as just kind of penciled in at his starter. I think he was just playing a matchup there. Jared Goff is another quarterback, but I mean he's pretty he's pretty content with his team top to bottom. Miles Sanders, Christian McCaffrey, um, who's making thirty seven million this year, Cooper Cup, Mike Evans, Hunter Henry, Le'Veon Bell, Chris Carson. Um, he's pretty stacked. He's paying Chris Carson a lot of money. Carson's actually making twenty six million, which is more 
uh, more than Le'Veon Bell. So I'm interested to see if he's going to have a um, as big of a season this year, Carson, as he did last year. But other than that, yeah, I think I think Derek did a lot of without, especially without moving around in the draft. Basically, did what he could. You know, kind of let guys fall to him. I know I tried to make a move for his final pick um, of the draft, and he said the only way he was keeping it if is, is if his guy was still there. Um, and he took KJ Hill, so he was he was committed to taking KJ Hill there. I like KJ Hill. Left Ohio State as the school's all-time leading uh, receiver in receptions. I think he's going to be a, a good possession receiver in, in the NFL. Dylan, what do you think as far as uh, Derek? I think Derek. I think Derek did what he should have done in in that picking in that spot. I mean, he he made a lot of what I would call safe picks. He didn't really reach for anybody. I mean, Pittman was was supposed to go around where he picked him. Um, I think in in Indianapolis playing opposite Ty Hilton, he's gonna. He sh- I mean, he's gonna get targets um, with Ty drawing drawing coverage. The uh, well, what I would have been interested is if he would have taken a guy like Burrow at that 12 spot. I would have liked to see him go there. Um, I I don't know what he's paying Goff or uh, um, who'd you say his other quarterback? So was? yeah, Goff's at 7.1 million this year, and then Sam Darnold's at 1.2 million. Okay. Um, I mean, maybe having two two quarterbacks in the that that five to seven million dollar range is, is putting more cap there and Derek and I are in similar cap positions going into free agency that might have been a little bit more invested in the quarterback position than I'd care for but that's his that's his weakest position right now um, and he could have had a chance at really solidifying that by taking a guy like Burrow yeah Burrow would have been a good pick I, I love that pick for Joe especially he was just able to wait there that was a pick that was originally mine that Joe had um so that was good for him to wait. Derek has sixteen point eight million uh, in cap space going in, but it, I mean, like you said, I mean eight million, a little over eight million committed to quarterback, and the rest of that's just all the skill position guys. Thirty-seven million to McCaffrey, twenty-five to Cup, uh, twenty-nine million for Mike Evans, eleven million for Hunter Henry, twenty-four to Le'Veon, twenty-six to Chris Carson. So kind of the opposite of what you're seeing um, with like a Patrick Mahomes situation, dumping forty million to the quarterback, or in this case, he's dumping all of that money. Uh, into the skill guys. I think Derek, yeah. I mean, I think we've summed it up pretty good. He, he did exactly what he needed to with his picks, you know, didn't reach, didn't give up any, um, you know, any assets to move around. And it sounds like he got all three of his guys. Well, I, I one name you're going to hear from me often in this, and in regards to people's grades is Darrington Evans. The, the fact that he went in the third round, uh, I would have liked to see him go at the 12th pick in the second round over Joshua Kelly, who's coming in as the third back and saying, or, I guess the LA Chargers behind uh, Jackson and uh, I can't even think of his name right now. Akilah. Yeah, yeah. So I would like Evans is going to be a name you're going to hear from me often throughout these grades. Yeah, and I think like some of the other guys taken in that second round, like AJ Dillon. He was a guy that wasn't even ranked by Pro Football Focus, like as far as their rookies go. Um, you know, Zach Moss is a guy you took. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of it was it was really interesting how that fell out, and I think Gary kind of set it off. I hated Gary's first round pick with T Higgins. <laughs> I thought that pick was terrible. I thought that was a waste by Gary to do that, um, and I think that just kind of spoiled everything else out. Um, Johnny's pick of Ayuk as well was, and that was another one that um, pretty much most of the other drafts had him going third round, but uh, Johnny went with him at the uh, third pick there in the second round. So, any more thoughts nope. on Derek's team? No, not on Derek's team. Except, Derek's that, team. except he's going. Him and Chris are going to have a hard time rivalry week playing themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Derek. Uh, maybe we'll get him on the pod one of these days. So we can actually hear if he's a real, a real motherfucker or not. All right, what's next on the uh, the draft list? Uh, coming in at the fourth worst draft, I guess we would call it. I had Teddy. He had the eighth overall pick in the draft, grabbing Jerry Judy. Actually, that was his best. Uh, best pick I had there, Judy falling all the way to, to eight. You know, the number two overall wide receiver. Um, I, I, I like him. He's, he's going to challenge, I think, Sutton and Denver for that number one role. 
So you two, you picked two picks ahead of him in the first round. Aaron was eight, you were six, and you went with CD. Any thought of taking no. Judy, or was it CD, CD all the way? I had to handcuff Cooper. Gotcha, gotcha. And then yeah, Roscoe's got it passed on him. He went Justin Jefferson over Judy. But I, I was I was in the same boat. I love that. I think I really really like that Judy pick, um, especially for what Aaron has at wide receiver. He has Thielen. He has Ty Hilton. Um, he has Jarvis Landry, so he's pretty deep at receiver. And adding Judy to that's just going to give him another option there at that that flex position. With my grade on Teddy, his his biggest thing was uh, it wasn't so much the guys that he did pick as much as the guys he didn't pick. He twice traded out of this draft. Uh, one, I think I think he traded with Dylan possibly or someone in the second round yeah. where he could have landed LaVisca Chenault, Darrington Evans once again. In the third round, he just gave that away just because he didn't do his homework and didn't know who to draft. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking a look at his team right now. No quarterback um, on the team. Running backs, Todd Gurley, uh, James Conner. He's got $60 million tied up in them. Darius Geis. Um, and then, yeah, Landry Golden Tate's another guy he has. Hawkinson at tight end. But um, – Henry Ruggs was his, uh, another one of his picks. So he goes, he went receiver back-to-back. Back-to-back Alabama wide receivers too. <laughs> so he has, what, three, four, five, six, seven receivers on his team. So if you're looking to trade for a wide receiver, um, Aaron's the guy you can talk to. Riley Ridley um, was kind of his his the final receiver on his team. But, yeah, Hilton's making 15. Thalen's making 28. Golden Tate's making 5 million, which is probably a little bit of an overpay, but this guy can stash on your bench. And then, yeah, Jarvis Landry at 20, so – Pretty deep a wide receiver, but Teddy's got a he's got a sneaky fragile team. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you talk about like Gurley and Connor. I mean, those guys, if they could stay healthy and get carries, um, and, and get carries, they could be productive. And then guys like Ty and and uh, and Thielen, who have been hurt from time to time and and always end up missing some games. He's got a he's got a sneaky team that could be that could show up. Um, depending on what he does at quarterback, what's what's his cap look like? Uh, Thirty-three million. So he's got some he's got some money to spend. Yeah, he's got a he's got a sneaky little team there, and not to mention, uh, I called him Juice. Is, is it really Geis? I have no idea. I was going with Geis. Maybe it's Juice. I don't know. He plays for the Redskins, uh, so I, I, he's not relevant. Ex- exactly. So I mean, but he, he's I mean, still that fragile line of all these guys are closer to injury than than being healthy. But uh, but if they somehow all manage to stay healthy, it could be it could be a sneaky team to watch. Yeah, just on like name recognition alone, like he's you know you look at these guys, and if you you know just think about hell, if you just think about their Madden ratings, even um, like he he has a really good team, especially a wide receiver. I'd like to see him move, um, you know, one or two of those guys because I think Judy's a guy you can put into your lineup right away. Um, you know, I don't I think Golden Tate's kind of a luxury on the bench. You know, he could. You know, if he wanted to, he could move a guy like Hilton if he really wanted to and didn't want to trust Philip Rivers. Um, I think Hilton's a guy that he could he could move pretty easily for some running back help. So what else, um, as far as Teddy team, Nick, what do you got for your draft? Who else did he That's end up it. taking? Yeah, two picks. He traded the other two. Just the two receivers. Yeah, I think he that third round pick was just a straight up swap of Troy. Yeah, I think twenty two. Third round this year, third round next year. Oh wow! Yeah, he he gave that one away. I think his second round trade was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and remind us of that one. That was uh, he he traded this out of the second round to myself, and I could get Lavisca Chenault. So yeah, that was, was my that was my that was my absolute steal of the draft right there. And I was I was targeting Lavisca. I was talking to guys that four, five, six, all before that. Um, and I, I had a feeler that Nick was going running back. So I wasn't, I wasn't talking there. In fact, Nick and I were texting each other in terms of who we thought was going where. And then Chris surprised us both and jumped in and grabbed Troy's, Troy's pick. Um, but I was targeting LaVisca and, and, uh, and Teddy made a good move. <laughs> yeah. Chris went, um, fifth pick in the second round went Denzel Mims. Um, and then Antonio Gibson, and then Chris again with AJ Dillon, and then Nick picked Zach Moss, and yeah, Chanel just fell. I mean, fell absolutely right to you, especially with Johnny at three. I thought Johnny was going to get Rager and Chanel, but he ended up going with Ayuk. Yeah, I ended up giving uh, the Judy and Riggs a and an A minus as far as the pick. 
but the overall grade was a B plus just for trading out of this draft. Such a deep wide receiver draft. He could have grabbed more help later on. Now he's going to have to try and outbid people for it. Yeah. Yep. 33 million fifth most in the, uh, in the league. So who was at our um, fifth spot? So this is right in the middle. So 10 teams drafted Mark and I sat it out this year. Uh, I got Johnny Um, here. Um, Johnny didn't pick until the second pick of the third or second round and the third pick. And he went uh, Jalen Rieger at the second pick of the second round. I thought that was a bit of a steal. He, he was rated as the number three wide receiver. I saw in a lot of drafts fall the way to the second round. I gave that one an A. I think he's going to be Deshaun Jackson, or at least what he used to be for the, for the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, my, that, my, yeah, no, go yeah. ahead, Dylan. I was going to say, my, I agree. I, I like that Rieger pick. Uh, my problem with Johnny's draft was the Ayuk pick that followed it. He's got, he traded for Devin Singletary. He could have grabbed Zach Moss right there and, uh, and shored up that running back position with the Bills, whichever way they go. And then he's got some depth at wide receiver, too. Um, I would have liked to see him take Moss with that second, second round pick. I know Nick's happy that he didn't, but, uh, but that, that was my, that was my own, my really real big question mark with, with Johnny's draft. My. Yeah. I think because after Ayuki went with one of the, I think, yeah, Claypool, who I think in, you know, two, three years is going to be, is going to be an every down. Like like Dylan said with the uh, Moss and Singletary, I would have liked to see, and here I'm bringing his name up again. He's got Derrick Henry. Darrington Evans was available there. Could have handcuffed himself. And, uh, yeah, I, I didn't like the Claypool pick. He's going because, to uh, Pittsburgh. It's got a crowded wide receiver core. And I, I, unsure, you know, what, what, what's going to be with Big Ben after this year. And he's got eight wide receivers. That, yeah. Eight wide receivers. He's got Julio Jones, Keenan Allen. Uh, Michael Gallup. So that's that's his three starters right now. And then Rager, Ayuk, Claypool, Sammy Watkins too. And the other thing, so with, another guy if you need a wide receiver, Johnny's talk to Johnny team here. If I take a look at it real quick, I think not including this year's rookies. So that's three of them. What does he have? He's only got yeah no yeah no one, quarterback two, three, and only three uh, four. He'll only backs. have four players rostered next year outside of these rookies he just drafted. Yeah, Johnny's Johnny's a team. He's the he's going to be like the Seventy uh, Sixers yeah. as far as having max cap yeah, space. Derrick Henry, so. Kenyon Drake, <laughs> Michael Gallup, Eckler, Watkins, and Lockett—all free agents at the end of this year. Yeah, I think yeah he's in a good position. You know, I think he I think he can make a push this year um, if he uses some of that. So he has forty two million second most cap space behind Gary. So he's going to get a quarterback, no problem. I'm assuming he's probably going to be a, a big player for a guy like uh, Mark Ingram. I, I see him going Dak or Josh uh, Allen. He, he's going to be throwing money at either of those yeah. two on the, on the four-year deal. He's got a lockup quarterback. Yep. Yeah, I think I think Josh Allen would be the the way to go for for Johnny's team. But yeah, he's got you know some great guys that are great young guys, Rager, Claypool that are going to be starters for a long time, and but he's got that top end talent too. I mean, Travis Kelsey. Uh, you know, Derrick Henry, Julio. I mean, he's he's pretty stacked in the skill positions. It's just going to be if he can fill out that uh, that quarterback spot. I gave him a B plus overall, just to round it out. Yeah, because I think I mean I don't know. Yeah, as far as where he was, at, I think Chenault was probably the only guy I would replace that Ayuk pick with. Um, Singletary, like you're talking about, that um, the Zach Moss. Yeah, I think Johnny did pretty good with where he was at, Dylan. Yeah, I mean, Johnny, Johnny's got some the ability to make some luxury picks, too. I mean, with the roster that he has and with the cap space that he has. So he could he can take some chances on some guys. And, I mean, guys like Claypool, he can sit on. I mean, mm-hmm. he doesn't need them to produce this year. Um, might practice squat him or IR him, free up some, some space and go from yeah. there. Yep, I think there's a lot of guys, especially in the third round, especially on some of Roscoe's shitty picks that are going to be just practice squad stacking for the whole year. So, all right, who's our uh, fourth right. best uh, draft grade? I got Joe here. Uh, he only had two picks, picking first in the second round and tenth in the third round. Uh, taking Joe Burrow, first quarterback off the board. Um, I gave him a B-plus on this. 
Uh, long term, this is a great pick. Short term, he's not going to see the field for Joe. He's going to see it on Green Bay bye weeks because he is married to the Aaron Rodgers contract for the next two years of $33 million. <laughs> <laughs> Another guy with $40 million invested in quarterbacks. Well, yep, Joe's that one. That and he had a he has, he had had Drew Locke and Ryan Tannehill um, on expiring deals. But yeah, I love the uh, Burrow pick. That's again, that's another pick mm-hmm. that was originally mine, just like Gary's number one overall pick. Um, and I think Joe, yeah, without moving, was uh, did really good. There's another guy I talked to about his third round pick that um, you know he liked the way the board fell. Now, so one thing about that Burrow that. pick, taking him with the first pick in the second round as opposed to him going in the first round. He is ineligible for the rookie extension four year or three years from now, so he will have to use a regular uh, rostered player extension in order to extend Joe Burrow in three years. Yeah, I think that's going to be just fine for him. I mean, he'll be free of that Aaron Rodgers deal, so he can take that thirty million, put it right to Burrow. Taking a look at his roster, so Joe's going to have twenty three million in cap space. Um, Rodgers this year, uh, Marlon Mack making twenty million. He has Zeke at almost $39 million to Zeke, $29 million to Spawn Diggs, uh, Paris Campbell, David Njoku, Sony Michelle making $23.5 million, Tevin Coleman's making $13 million. Um, so he's going to need another flex at least, um, and probably a tight end because I don't think Njoku's going to get it done. So Joe's guy needs another receiver, another flex, tight end. That's where he's going to be looking to spend those $23 million. So, Dylan, what do you think about Joe's team? I, I think he's got too much money invested in the quarterback position, um, like Troy. Um, and, it, it, that, and that's the tough thing with – I think Burrow was good value where he picked him. Um, however, it's not somebody that's going to contribute on his team right away. He could have taken a guy like Chenault or any of the guys that were drafted between – Burrow and Chenault that would have an impact this season and put them in a position to maybe compete a little bit quicker on the short term. Um, but I mean, he's he's got a little bit of cap space to play with too, where he could shore up some yeah. of those deficiencies. Yeah, I think he's I think he's pretty top heavy. You know, Rogers, you know, on and off as far as last year goes. Marlon Mack's going to lose a lot of touches um, to Jonathan Taylor and making twenty million this year. That's that's a contract that you don't want to be sitting on. Um, Ezekiel Elliott's a guy that I banked on getting hurt last year. So I put uh, $9 million towards uh, Tony Pollard. So if Zeke can get hurt, that'll help me out big time. Um, but yeah, then, you know, Stefan Diggs and Buffalo, no, I think that's going to be kind of hopefully gets near to being worth $30 million. Yeah, he definitely needs some wide receiver help with Stefan Diggs being the only contributor. Tyler Johnson. He's going to have a shot yeah. being the, the slot guy for Tom Brady and Tampa Bay, but Paris Campbell I mean, with T.Y. Hilton in the drafting, was it Sims that we talked about earlier? Is it that who went there? Uh, yep. No, it was uh, – was it Sims that went to – I can't remember now who, who they drafted there. Oh, Pittman. Wasn't it Pittman? Yeah. Pittman. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he's going to take yeah, it out Pittman. of Pittman, yep. Looks away. Yeah, I think Johnson – I like the Johnson pick because that's another one that could be sneaky. You know, he's a guy that's a Chris Godwin or Mike Evans injury away from being, you know, a starting receiver next to Tom, with Tom yeah, Brady you look at quarterback. At, so, look, again, look at I David Njoku yeah. for him. They bring in Austin Hooper. So, you know, what's his value now to, to this team? Yep. Yep. So, a couple different moves are going to hurt Joe's team. All right, number three, who earns the bronze well, in this year's draft grades? Um, I got – no, we should we should have four left, right? Because Dylan, I got Chris coming in next. At, uh, Chris, Chris had the fifth overall pick, and Chris picked twice directly in front of me, and both times took the guy I wanted. He <laughs> took J.K. Dobbins with the fifth overall pick. I absolutely love this. I think he's he joins the league's premier, you know, the, the top rushing team in the league. And Mark Ingram is on a contract year. He may see the touches this year, but next year this will be Dobbins' backfield. 
Yep. Yep. Dobbins is going to be, yeah, I think Dobbins is the pick of the draft. I think a couple of years from now, we're going to look back and J.J. Dobbins will be the top guy from this class. But Chris is another guy, you know, 39 million in cap space, needs a quarterback. He has Cam Newton at quarterback right now uh, in his starting position. Uh, then David Johnson, he's making 28 million. Uh, Royce Freeman, who just, he's going to be the third, uh, the number three running back in Denver. Uh, he has Odell making 37, Devontae Adams, 33 million, Evan Ingram making 15 million. Um, but then he has AJ Brown and DK Metcalf on rookie deals. And then Corwin Sutton as his, uh, his other flex. So he has a little bit of room. Um, I still, the, the AJ Dillon pick though blows my mind. See, now I was sitting on that AJ Dillon in the second round and, uh, Hindsight, I'm glad he he took him, and I and Moss fell to me, but uh, that's who I was targeting there in the second round until he he traded up ten spots to get him. <laughs> well, and you you look at Chris's roster as you just railed it off. I mean, wide receiver, he's good. I mean, he doesn't he's he's set at the wide receiver position, um, barring injury. Um, or or any type of regression, so he needed to take a chance on on a running back. Um, Green Bay has hasn't used Aaron Jones to his full capacity, and he's on the last year of his deal and is a free agent at the end of this year. That AJ Dillon could turn into a into a, a long term starter for Green Bay potentially. Um, I think it's I think it was a good move for him being shallow on that running back position on on his. And his roster. Yeah, I think the running back is where I think um, I think Chris is probably going to throw most of his cap space at running back because I don't think he has, you know, David Johnson. They're calling him a running back, too. Um, I don't know if I'd call him that anymore, <laughs> but he's yeah, he's a David Johnson injury away from having no starting running backs. So yeah. uh, I think Chris is my favorite to land Mark Ingram. I think he has to. I think just out of pure necessity, he has to because he has, yeah, he has no one else. Mark Ingram's going to go for crazy dollars. Yeah. I think, I think people are going to shell out. I think he could push 25, 30 million easily on a one year deal. Absolutely. He's got Gary written all over him. Yeah. I think Gary's going to spend a lot of money there. I think Gary's going to go for Gronk. He said he's committing five million to Antonio Brown for some fucking reason. Five million more <laughs> so than we'll the see about that. that he's already got going. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, well, we All got right, our next? last three. I obviously did not grade myself, so I don't know where Dylan put me in this. Uh, are we at me yet, Dylan? Or okay, so n- no. all right, uh, oh. I got Gary next. <laughs> Gary gets the bronze bronze medal in this draft. Uh. Wow, you were right, well, a fan, all right. You own 22% of the picks in the draft. It's uh, going to be <laughs> hard to have a bad draft. So, uh, first overall, you so first overall, DH yeah. And uh, the consensus number one overall. So, if he takes anybody else, he fucked up. Uh, third, third pick, this is where he already starts reaching, though. Uh, Cam Akers. <laughs> I just... I, yep. I like yep, Cam I Akers. I like his potential for the season, but you have Dobbins there. I think Dobbins was the pick. Yeah, 100%. I think, I think Dobbins or Swift above Akers. Like LA, like Akers had no offensive line at Florida State. He's not going to have an offensive line in LA. Um, yeah, I think Akers is a pick that maybe next year, the year after, pays off, but with Swift and Dobbins there. <clears throat> Excuse me, I think you have yeah. to go with the uh, two. Also sticking in that first round, T. Higgins, 10th overall. Yeah, terrible. Trash. <laughs> trash pick. Um, Horrible I'm not pick. big on Higgins, especially right now. I think three years from now, him and Burrow could develop into something dangerous fantasy-wise. But being behind A.J. Green and Tyler Boyd for the next year to two years, I just don't see the help right now. Yeah. I think um, the Gary pick that impressed me most was him still getting oh, Tua yes, at yeah. the fourth pick in the second round. Yeah, outside of CEH, that was my favorite pick of Gary's was was Tua where he took him. Um, the uh, that 
T Higgins pick. I think he could have taken T Higgins where he took Tua and taken Joe Burrow where he took T Higgins. Um, and, uh, but other than that, I mean, he made up for it with that Tua pick. I think that was, I, I did not like the Keyshawn Vaughn pick at 11. Um, I think that's a good pick for any other team, but Keyshawn Vaughn's value is there as long as Tom Brady is there. It's going to be receiving receiving back, and mm-hmm. Gary's in rebuild mode. By the time Tom's gone, Keyshawn Vaughn will have no value to this team. Yeah, I think um, uh, RSO is pretty high on Vaughn. They're saying that uh, he's going to be a top 20 back by the end of the year. That's what RSO is saying. So they're pretty high on him, but other running backs, yeah, other, all rookies for Gary running back-wise. Akers, um, Edwards-Hilaire, and then um, – you know, Brian Edwards is kind of a wide receiver running back pick that he ended up. Uh, was that another second round or Brian was that a third rounder for Gary? That was, yeah, I think that was a third. Round. Yeah, third. The, what I what I liked about Gary's draft is he took Cam Akers at three, and this offseason he traded Daryl Henderson to me for Duke Johnson. <laughs> so he, so he prematurely de handcuffed himself. <laughs> Yeah, and watch Daryl. Watch Daryl Henderson go win that job now. Oh, guaranteed. And I think Gary has my favorite quarterback contract, which is Deshaun Watson at fourteen million. I think that's a. I think that's a awesome, awesome contract for that. Um, other than that, yeah, uh, Calvin Ridley's the most expensive guy on Gary's team. He's making nineteen million this year. Uh, Duke Johnson's twelve million. Then after that, yeah. Deshaun Watson's 14 million. I like that contract, but uh, Gary needs help and Gary can, Gary can spend to get that help. 67 well, he's, yeah, he's million. He's got 67 million, space, but he's so. already rostered 16 guys. He's only got seven spots to fill. <laughs> Mark Ingram, Gronk. Yeah. <laughs> there there goes 40 million. Right yeah. There. One and at least a kicker and a, uh, a defense. Yeah. So that's four spots. So I think, um, He's going to look to move some of these guys. I think he's going to cut people's Jones. That was a pick that he did for – he wouldn't even trade me that final third-round pick because he just wanted to take <laughs> Donovan well, Peoples-Jones. I like Jones. the Cole Komet pick in the third round, the number one tight end in the draft. Uh, yeah. Problem is, is there's no quarterback in Chicago right now. you got Nick Foles coming in, but, you know, I think he was a flash in the pan. Got lucky in a Super Bowl run. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be behind Jimmy Graham probably for this first year, but he'll be the starter next year. Possibly, possibly even late into this year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and that's who I'm. I'm banking on Noah Fant taking that second year step. And Fant was my first round pick last year. I think I got him at seven or eight overall in our first first rookie draft. Um, and I'm I'm really banking on Fant. And I think Drew Locke's probably going to be one of the top uh, free agent quarterbacks. Um, so that's a guy that could be could have a lot of money spent on him. But Gary, I mean, everyone on Gary's team is pretty movable. Um, contract wise, I think he could easily get a starting running back for Deshaun Watson. Um, like Duke Johnson's a guy that he might be able to move, but yeah, he's he's got a lot of parts that he could move and and try to compete a little bit. The question is 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 he just going to blow you know forty million on Gronk and and call it good? Well, and another thing is he he dropped Defonte Freeman. Um... <laughs> which which could have eventually happened, but I'm just waiting for Tampa Bay to sign Freeman and then for him to go for $30 million too. <laughs> and, now, and, and Gary could have had him on a better deal, but prematurely released him. Yeah, that was – I was kind of surprised at that too. I think, um, you know, again, with when you have $66 million caps, I think, you can, I think you could wait on a guy like Freeman, but – you know, it's all going to come down to, to what Gary does with it. So this is our well, yeah, I'm down to one. The set silver. Dylan only had to do one. So oddly <laughs> enough, we have each other's right now. So I'll just go I'm still, uh, I'm 1A still and work. 1B. I, I, I'll I'm, agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> You're still working I'm on I'm still yours? working on mine. All right. It's only been four days. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. All right, I'll go. Uh, busy, man. You know, this is where, out of the ones I had to grade, I had Dylan at the top spot. Uh, DeAndre Swift, fourth overall pick. I think, and many others do, that he was the best overall talent in the draft. 
It was just the minute he got selected by the Detroit Lions, his fantasy value took a plummet. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love the pick. Swift falling to him at four. Um, he could have taken Dobbins. Obviously, the homer in him won out here. But uh, I, yep. I love that pick. Yep. LaVisca Chenault is trading up back into the second round and stealing him with the ninth pick there. And then Lynn Bowden Jr., Swiss Army Knife for John Gruden and handcuffs himself with Josh Jacobs. So especially avoiding that uh, DEA bust, you know, <laughs> I gave him an A minus <laughs> overall. Kid slippery. <laughs> so, all right. So Dylan's got 14 million. So he is one of the fewest uh, or one of the lowest cap numbers available. Just let's see. Yes. Yeah, second to, um, to Roscoe as far as fewest dollars left. Kyler Murray on seven point six million, I think, is a hell of a contract. Um, Josh Jacobs at eight million. That was. Did you take Jacobs? Was he the number one last year? He was. Yeah, he was. So yeah, Dalvin Cook's making twenty five million. DJ Moore twenty three. Tyreek twenty six. George Kittle twenty four. Uh, Daryl Henderson four million. You got to explain the Juju thing though. You got Juju for forty million dollars. What's going on with that? Okay, so I had I had Alvin Kamara making forty million. Um, and I knew Duck was sitting on no cap space. So I was trying to turn one starter into two starters. So I, I turned Kamara into Delvin Cook and Juju Smith or Schuster Smith, whatever. I don't know which one. <laughs> the, um, so Juju with the, with the thought being that, hey, this could be an RB1 and a wide receiver one um, going into this season, looking to compete this season. So turning, turning one guy into two starters was the thought process behind it. Obviously the risk associated with Juju's contract, but I mean, he could be a top 10 wide receiver at year's end. Yeah. And then uh, Tyler Boyd, 11, two. Um, and then yeah, Swift's on your bench right now, but, um, it's, I, Swift could be a guy. Yeah. It's Swift and Henderson essentially for whoever's going to start that, three, uh, that top spot. tight end and George Kittle. So that's going to be huge. He doesn't have, and he's sitting on top one. Sitting on um, Sternberger too. Yeah, I no, see I'm... you kept uh, you kept Sternberger too as well. Yep, Sternberger was my second round pick last year. I think he's in line for some big things in Green Bay. He showed he was injured all of last year except for I think the last two weeks in the final week of the season was I mean he had three or four catches and a touchdown. Um, and now that Jimmy Graham's out of there, uh, it's going to be his show at the tight end spot. Yeah, DJ Moore. I mean, what DJ Moore did last year without really any, you know, super solid quarterback play. I mean, you get him some, you know, a, a solid season with a decent quarterback. Um, I think that's going to be a, that's going to be a big one. Who, yeah, who I was big on DJ Moore going Bridgewater last now. season, and uh, and I was glad to be able to get him from from Mister Donikowski uh, <laughs> for Brandon Cooks early on. Yep, that was uh, that was a great move. That's going to pay off this year when Brandon Cooks goes off with Deshaun Watson at quarterback. So I'm going to stand by that one. He's in a better spot this year than he was last year. So oh yeah, I was if if Cooks didn't get traded, he was getting dropped. Like that was, I would have, I would have split that contract, ate half of it, but yeah, fingers crossed for cooks. Um, so what else do you got, uh, on, uh, uh Dylan's team? Nick? Dylan, uh, oh yeah, we had the LaVisca Chenault. That was great trading back in the second round. Um, probably he's going to be, I don't know. I, I, honestly, I don't even know what team he's on. I just like, liked him coming out of the draft Jacksonville. So he's going to be competing with DJ Chark there. Yep. Uh, Minshew Magic. I like the pick. Lynn Bowden Jr. Um, he's, he, I, yeah. I could see him being like a Tyreek Hill type player. Maybe not as fast, but he's just going to be lining up in the backfield, possibly in the slot. He's going to be all over the place. Yeah, and I think, you know, we talked about this quite a bit. I think Swift is the safe play for this mm-hmm. year because it was Swift and Dobbins. Um, they went back to back. I think Swift is the guy this year. But I think in the future it's going to be Dobbins. How close were there? Any thought on going Dobbins there, Dylan, or was well, it Swift all the way? I struggled with it right up until the point I made the pick. I mean, I was, I was telling myself if Dobbins is there at four, I'm taking him. 
Um, and then with Swift being there as well, the, I mean, the, the Homer one out, the short term <laughs> one out, and then looking at it as, hey, prior to the NFL draft, he was everybody's top rookie pick for, for, for dynasty leagues. And but for being on the shitty lines, he probably would have been the top pick. Um, so, I, I mean, it's it's a flyer. I'm going to have fun with it. I'm going to have fun watching them. It is and, what it is. Yeah. And then, um, so it'll be our last, our top draft grade <laughs> goes to the commish on a team with Saquon Barkley worth $43 million. Dylan, break it down for us. So, Nick his best move was before the dra- the draft ever started. I mean, he, he was sitting in a spot knowing that he had MG three, Saquon Barkley and Joe Mixon and the top five players being running backs. I mean, he was, he was running back heavy and he traded out of that number three pick, three more picks, six, adding what two or three other picks on top of it, three more picks <laughs> on top of it. And so, and then he was able to grab the top receiver in the draft, in my eyes, being C.D. Lamb and also handcuffing Amari Cooper. I mean, that that move right there just, just kind of solidified it for me for the, the top spot. And then he lucked out into Zach Moss falling to him in the second round, um, which was a great value pick. Uh, but being able to trade back from a position of strength and grabbing to shore up a deficiency – and then have value slip to him in the second round. And then he was in a point of making some luxury picks in the third round. Um, I mean, Cephas is a little bit of a reach, a little bit of a homer pick, but he's also handcuffing Marvin Jones. And I think mm-hmm. Cephas is going to do good things. Um, Troutman uh, is one of the top two tight ends in this draft. I had commit higher than him. Um, and Nick grabbed Troutman ahead of, ahead of commit. But, uh, but I mean, like I said, it's a luxury pick. So, and, and he's got Andrews ahead of him and he's got Irv Smith on his roster too. Um, that, that was probably out of his picks. The only thing that I could say, Hey, you got three tight ends now. What, what the hell are you doing? But <laughs> it, again, it's a, it's a luxury. He can sit on Troutman and doesn't need him to produce this year. He's got Andrews and, and Irv Smith ahead of him. Um, so overall, I thought that was the best best draft this year. Yeah, again, he's start forty million in cap space, and he has you know, like you said, Melvin Gordon, Saquon Barkley, Terry McLaurin is making one point six million. Was no, that, that was me drafting, or was that a waiver? <laughs> in a trade, I you know, I needed. I was sitting <laughs> actually at the end of the regular season. I, I I had these backs that I have now, and Barkley, Mixon, and Gordon. Plus, I had Aaron Jones and Carryon Johnson at the end of the regular season. Knowing I needed to move some, make some cap space because I really wanted to franchise tag Mark Andrews and I just didn't have the cap room. I had two quality running backs to move. One, I moved to you, Preston, to get back into that first round with Aaron Jones. Yep. Um, yep. I just, he was like Dylan's been saying, I've had a luxury of running back. So I was able to move one, got back into the first round and got CD Lamb out of it. So I'm happy there. And carry on Johnson, I knew that was going to be a, just a, a homer offer for Troy. His eyes probably got so big when he saw that come. <laughs> but I needed to unload Nikhil Harry. And so I think I took – I can't even remember what I took back in that. I know I took McLaurin back in that and I maybe a draft pick, second-round pick. Because I had no picks at the end of the, the regular season for this year's draft. Yep. <laughs> and then you ended up putting all that shit together. <laughs> Jimmy G, Jimmy G at 1.2 million. That's a pretty safe pick. So where was that 40 million going? In, uh, uh, yeah, in free or, agency. yeah, I think uh, him and Johnny Dak are be battling for and quarterback. Josh Allen's yeah. sweepstakes are going to be bid on between Johnny and I. Um, but in the same token, we, we spoke earlier and I know Dylan's in this boat too. I'm not going to, I'm not going to overpay for a quarterback. So, We'll see where that goes. It could be not a stellar free agent class this year. Um, could just sit on the money and wait for next year. Yeah, I mean Jimmy G at one point two million. I mean you can't. I mean that's that's a yeah. 
fucking perfectly acceptable. Yeah, I'll probably look for a, uh, a, a like QB a deal there. Deal. Maybe yeah, I like the um, Brady again, or you know, one of the proven vets that nobody's going to want to take the risk on a long term deal. But I got the luxury of the cap room. Maybe I can throw a little overpay, maybe like a ten, twelve million dollar at Breeze or Brady. But it's about a, that's about as high as I'll go on those guys. Yeah, be, be careful. Breeze is a racist and Brady. They put up points. So that's all mouth. I care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like the um I did well, like you know, the Cephas pick though. That was probably that was yeah, one of my Marvin favorite Jones, ones just because of what yeah, Marvin Jones. Real life with the Lions. Uh he's not getting any younger. And what solidifies Cephas for me was the third overall pick for the Detroit Lions. Uh stating that he was the toughest wide receiver he faced in college. So Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, those guys like the yeah, Mark Andrews, obviously, you're not married to that. That's you know, one year uh, on the tag there. Joe Mixon's making a lot of money, but yeah, other than that, still forty million cap space with Saquon at forty three million. So hell of a uh, hell of a team construction. So other uh, other closing uh, closing this, thoughts. I mean, obviously on this, this one. was our second draft, but this is our first one knowing how this works and knowing if you've overpaid and everybody was moving contracts, there are some bad contracts out there and it's really, really going to hurt our uh, yep. franchise tagging for a couple of years. Um, when I looked through it, tight end was the only position that if you had one that you could justify dropping a tag on them. Otherwise I think the quarterback one was upwards in the $30 million range and tight end, which I put on Mark Andrews, was $20 million, which I, I felt that was well worth it for a top five tight end. Yeah, and I was just looking at um, – I don't want to miss Mark's team here. I was looking at his. So Mark has $33 million, um, but he, only, he has $33 million cap space and has eight guys on his team. Um, so he has Russell Wilson making $11 million. He has that Kamara deal at 39 He has Nick Chubb making 31 uh, James Washington, Marquise Brown, uh, Zach Ertz making 21, Michael Thomas making 45 million, and then Kiki um, Cootie or whatever the hell in Houston's making four four point eight. So Mark's team is going to be hurting uh, cap wise, I think. So if anyone wants to uh, to relieve Mark of a of a bad Michael Thomas contract, uh, you can go ahead and go ahead and call him about that one. Well, and it. That contract itself isn't isn't necessarily a bad one. I mean, he's a top wide receiver in in the NFL. I think I think you, on a roster you can carry one forty million guy dollar guy. It's it, it's awfully damn hard to carry two forty million dollar guys. Yeah, he's gonna have looking at next year. He's gonna have ninety million between Kamara and Michael Thomas. So Michael's gonna go up to forty seven seven next year. Kamara's at forty three one. Um, he's got Michael Thomas for three more years. So I don't know if Michael Thomas without Drew Brees is going to be worth 47 million next year. So that's going to be, that's going to be kind of where uh, the red flags go up for me. But I think, yeah, I think Marquise yeah. Brown's going to be a, a, a good one for Mark, but <laughs> you would, <laughs> I think Marquise, yeah, Brown's going to, Brown's going to have a thousand yard season easily this year, easily a thousand yard season. As long as Lamar can still punt it to him, he'll, he'll I guess it leaves <laughs> just your team, Preston. Yep. So, um, yeah. Any other uh, final thoughts? Yeah, my team. Um, well, yeah, I don't know. You guys getting down Lamar Jackson is huge. He is going to carry your team because you got some deficiencies in some other spots. I think personally, you're weak at wide receiver. You've got some yep. big contracts on some mediocre names. Uh, Mike Williams is going to really feel the effect of no Philip Rivers back there. Uh, and Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I think that one's going to hurt. If he can stay healthy, I mean, Deshaun Watson's going to just yeah. chuck it down <laughs> the field. That's that's what they're going to be next year. Um, other than that, I'm looking at your other contracts here. Aaron Jones, which I traded to you, was on a decent contract for the – I think he, was, he scored the most touchdowns last year, didn't he? Yep. So – Personally, I thought it was yeah. a flash yep. in the pan season. Yep. That's why I was willing to move on from him. Your eyes seem to have gotten big when I offered him and gave me the gave me the sixth pick, which then I <laughs> traded to Gary for the third pick. I trade. I think I traded him for like 
we swapped first and I gave him a second and a third in a future round. So I gave him two additional picks. And then later on, I traded it back to Gary for a pick swap in the first plus three additional picks. So that's, <laughs> I think I came out on top there, but uh, Tariq Cohen, ah, man, I don't think Chicago knows what to do with him. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing that's going to hurt me is that is the Philip Lindsay. Not that he's on a bad contract, but with them uh, doing what they did oh, this yeah. offseason, bringing in um, Melvin Gordon, that's going to be that's going to be where it hurts. Because if Lindsay doesn't continue that kind of every downer, if they just make Philip Lindsay a passing down back, um, that's going to be that's going to be a big. Well, if you want him there, handcuffed, but, I'll take Aaron um, Jones back and I'll give you MG three. Yeah, I think Allen. Same contract. Yeah, nope, I'm I'm good on that one. <laughs> but I like the uh I think Allen Robinson's he's he's kind of my swing pick at receiver. He did he had a, a really good year last year despite fucking shit at quarterback. Um Noah Fant, I need to take a big second year. Well, but yeah, like after that I'm really thin, especially a wide receiver. Defense locked up for another two years and Justin Tucker for another three. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. You have to make sure to lock those up for a while. The, the, the hard part is, yeah, Brandon Cooks is on a four-year deal. Uh, that hurts. Um, fucking, I don't know who the hell gave Alshon Jeffrey the long deal that he has, but he's got three more years. Um, yeah, so that's going to hurt. But, yeah, I mean, Lamar Jackson, four years left on that one that, you know, super, super reasonable. $16 million this year, $18 million next year. Um but yeah, I'm gonna have uh, some maneuvering to do. Only 19 million in cap space, so hopefully I can get a couple of role playing guys here and kind of get through this season. If, again, if Zeke goes down, I do have Tony Pollard. That's kind of the uh, the ace in the hole for me. Is if injury happens in Dallas, um, Pollard can step in and put up some big points. So yeah, that's uh, that's where my team is at. Uh, All right, one more yeah, thing before we go, Nick, we you have to put some people on blast for paying. Out. I know or not a paying. Lot, ways away, but uh, as far as people that still owe money, I have Aaron Tedeschi, you owe $50. Preston, you owe 50 bucks. Uh, Troy, $100. Chris, $100. Oof. And Mark with the very obscure $80 you owe to, <laughs> to the league. Um, other than that, <laughs> I thought it was a very, very good year one. None of us really knowing what was going on leading into our very first real draft, I would call it. And then uh, I like the uh, change that I made today, adding – I talked it over with Chris a little bit and adding our rivalry week and adjusting our week 12 matchup to reflect the previous season, try to add at the end of the season. I mean, we I've never had been part of a fantasy football league that had such an exciting last two weeks and so many different possibilities as far as playoff matchups. But I thought adding a rivalry week and the competitiveness of, you know, theoretically, if you played one versus two in week 12 from the previous season, that should make a big impact on the playoffs two weeks out. Yeah. Yep. I think that'll be really cool. I was a little disappointed I didn't get Roscoe, but he knows he's going to lose, you know, at least 12 games this year anyway. So whoever got him as a rivalry, they're, they're pretty lucky. Like, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was me, but and with, it with Roscoe too, the, uh, I know he's, he's taking some shit with his draft. However, I'm going to take whole lot <laughs> yeah, he was a good, good adding him to the league. He's been, <laughs> I think, I I think he's a I think he's a good addition to the league. He's active. Um he's he's fun to have in the league, so I'm glad he's here. And uh and it's gonna be fun having him here and, for uh, for the for the years to come here. Yeah, I tried making I tried making a third round deal with him this year and he uh, he blew his rape whistle <laughs> on me and said to get out. So my, my trade off is a prospect fell through apparently. League, just do it like Derek and just kick our ass and take our money and just not say anything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Gary, if Gary was as quiet as Derek, <laughs> then it, it raised some question marks about uh, commitment. But for Derek to give us the silent treatment and then go out and whoop our asses, that was a that was a hell of a year. 
All right, guys. Well, thanks. Just any other silence? Uh, yeah, they're still trying to figure out. Any other final thoughts before we wrap it up? <laughs> yeah, I think, just, I think that's just we didn't want Gary to be anywhere, anywhere near that position. All right, I don't I think mind that's the only. That's the only reason. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, take it easy. That does it for the uh, the draft grade episode. Um, try to get some guest episodes up. I think talking to Roscoe would be really cool. Um, so I'll try to work those out over the next couple of weeks. But um, got plenty of ideas. Free agent primer. Um, we'll be looking to do that one. So I might bring you guys back with that episode. But yeah, that'll do it for this week. So I hope you enjoyed it. I'll put the timestamps in at the uh, um, so people can kind of jump around and see where they're at. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. Take it easy. Have a good night, Press. Thanks for doing this. See you. No problem. Fun.